We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 38, day year two. Today, we're going to talk about my trip to San Jose, how I grenaded the Bay 101 tournament, uh, how the world came crashing down since I went there, and uh, whatever else you want to talk about. We're going to take your phone calls also. We're going to some live calls. So stay tuned. Mouthpiece is next. What up, what up, everybody? Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 38, year two. Uh, sorry, it's been, uh, God, uh, nine, uh, almost uh, two weeks since we did a Mouthpiece. Um, I was planning, I did one uh, at the end of last week, and then I was planning on doing one when I got back. Um, unfortunately, the, the world came crashing down, and uh, I had to hook up a remote uh, thing because uh, my editor didn't want to come over. My girlfriend didn't want people coming over. They wanted everybody inside. And uh, it's just probably better safe anyways. So um, I was supposed to have Chris Moneymaker on two days ago. Um, and so I canceled with him. And uh, I was trying to get all of them today, but couldn't get all of them. So basically, I'm uh, freeballing it today. Uh, just played the WSOP 500 uh, circuit event. And... Uh, kind of grenaded a hand. I was uh, talking to a friend of mine. He's like, oh, you got a call in his hand. And I was like, no, the guy flopped three kings. But you still have to call. It's all the right price. I'm like, no, the guy's never raising and fucking checking back a king, king, jack board to me defending in the big blind. He's fucking got three kings and hit king, jack. And I'm like, I told you. I'm like, that's the difference. You know, you can't teach talent. You can only all the fucking... GTO and pot odds and all that shit in the world ain't gonna gonna change that. So it's a little upset myself on that one. But uh, then I raised Queen Eight Diamonds on the button all in. He called with Jack Nine, and he flopped the nine, and we lost. So eh, no big deal. Um, that was fun. So uh, going back to Bay One Hundred One, um, I uh, I really uh, played pretty good um, up until I grenaded and. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Why do I listen to other people on Mike Madison? It's so true. You know, when it comes to uh, No Limit, I mean, like, and look at my last four No Limits. I went 27th the LAPC last year, and I went, the only tournament I played, well, I played two at the World Series. I, I was head up against fucking the German for a sit-and-go, and I grenaded the hand. I would have had him beat. And then Daniel told me, oh, it's the toughest table you'll ever play against. Meanwhile, I fucking was the best player. Uh, and um, so I braved that away at the World Series. But I was set up against, I had like the six German, six of the top players in the world. Daniel was like laying me like 10 to 1. I couldn't beat the table. I should have won that. And I went uh, 199 in the main event and 30th in the turbo. And then 15th of Bay 101. These motherfuckers play every no limit tournament every day. I play like two a year. Uh, I, I can't even imagine how good I'd be if I if I played every day, you know. But it's you know my injury and stuff. It's real hard. So, um, but uh, I like I said I I've seen uh, only like two people I felt like I play with that play better than me, and uh, they they make every final table. So um, you know I, I feel pretty comfortable on no limit. I was cruising along today and I fucked it up. But so um, I uh, 
kind of got coolered a couple times at day 101 and got it in. I needed to suck out on the river both times, like, and I got there both times. I hit four river cards in a row, but I was way ahead in two of them. I got the money in, and they sucked out, and I had to resuck. And then the other two, I was behind, and I sucked out. And next thing you knew, I had like seven hundred fifty thousand. Uh, we we're at like uh, five hundred thousand. Uh, no, I'm sorry, we we're at one and uh, one and two thousand. I think it was. Yeah, I had like, uh, yeah, I had like seventy five bigs. Uh, and then here come the hand, the uh, hand that I grenaded. Krista McDonnell was like bleeding chips. You know, she was uh, uh, just kept three betting, getting moved in on. And she had gone through like 500,000 chips. She had like close to a million. And now she raises again. And I had ace jack off. And I should have just three better. You know, my image was real tight. But I called. Um, flop come uh, jack nine four. All hearts. Ace Jack Ace Arts. I check. She bet. I call. Uh, turn card came a six of hearts. I check. Uh, she bet. Uh, I check. Raised her a hundred thousand. She called, and the river comes like a blank, and I bet one hundred fifty thousand, and she raised me two hundred twenty thousand, and um, I don't know. I, I mean, the bet size that she made, I I, th I just read her as a week and. And she was spilling chips beforehand, but before, and you know, instead of, and I have the ace of hearts, and I'm like, why would she ever raise me with it? You know what I mean? When when she knows how tight I am, you know, she knows I'm I'm never bluffing, right? So she knows I got at least the ace of hearts. And then she, so she, when she raised me, I was like, it just didn't make any sense to me. And uh, but if I thought it through, there's no way I could check raise turn. She calls like a bet river and her raise without having a flush. So it was just uh, uh, 220 was just really bad. I probably was better off just check calling and check calling and check calling. I decided to make a move and use my image and had the blocker ace of hearts and she had was enough king 10 hearts. So it was really stupid of me. I mean, I'm supposed to lose 100,000 and I had to lose 500. So now I got like 270 and, um, and then uh, uh let's see i uh i got a uh, ace eight of spades and um i move in small blind big blind and uh he calls his kings i hit an ace so i double up uh again zeno so i'm back to like i uh, not really I had less than 270 i was back to 458 after the hand uh which was like 50 bigs um I'm not going to lie. I was I was a little bit off. I shouldn't have took a clonopin. I, I felt I was a little off, and I, I I was trying to like fight through it. Actually, instead of taking a clonopin, I took like a an extra quarter out or all because I didn't sleep well the night before, and uh, I was worried about getting tired late, which I did. Um, then came um, a hand where uh, Zeno raises under the gun, but he's raised my blind like seven times from under the gun. I mean, he's, he knows I'm tight. So uh, I call King Queen of Hearts. Comes King Deuce Four. I check. He checks back. As soon as he checked back, I knew he flopped three fourths. I'm like, why he would check back? I mean, I have no idea, you know. So 
I, I told myself he's got three fours. I said, let's bet 25,000 just to see what he does. Turn Kirk, I'm in eight of clubs. I bet 25,000, which is like, I don't even know. Like, hey, we, wait, we were at, wait, what am I saying? We're at 5,000, 10,000. I don't know. What was that? 1,000, 2,000. Yeah. We're at 5,000, 10,000. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, so I, that's right. 5,000, 10,000. I had 750. It was 75 bigs. Yeah, of course. I can't even add. Um, so uh, um, I started this at 40. So I bet 25. He called. The river comes a blank. I check. And he bets like 50,000, which is like five bigs. I'm like, I even told him, I said, I know you flopped three fours. I said, but you just priced me in here. I said, there's no doubt in my mind. And I call and he has three fours. And fucking Darren Elias says, so, you know, you're an idiot for not betting that flop. And I started laughing because if he bets that flop, I'm probably going to go broke. You know, I, I'm not going to go broke, but I'm going to lose a lot more. Um, but, I mean, uh, I, kind of, I mean, everybody's like, well, you can't call their fold there for 50000 I said, I could have just checked fucking folded. I, I, I've been playing this game for 20-something years. I mean, I, my instincts are always right. So now I got, uh, let's see, so I, I defended my blind, 28 25 and 50 so that's a hundred so i'm down to like i don't know i was down to somehow i was down to like 278 27 bigs and i, I don't like the way i played this hand at all um my go broke hand uh i accidentally called the small blind and Zeno raises i said i haven't acted yet he goes yes you did you called and i said oh i said okay i'm all in and i had a seven of diamonds and he called he has two eights and I break off, and that's how I go broke in the tournament 15th. Um, not very happy. Not very happy the way I played. Um, the ace jack was awful. The the, the limp re-raise was pretty awful. I mean, I should just call. Um, whatever. It is what it is, you know. I mean, I had like, uh, I shouldn't say, I mean, I had like 278 starting a hand, so I mean, that's... Uh, 27 was at 27 bigs yeah you can't be going losing 27 bigs with that hand so played like shit gave away the tournament and uh it's about it and uh you know wednesday night tournament wednesday tournament started wednesday night they closed down the nba the ncaa on thursday and and that's when i realized things were not what i originally thought they were i mean i'm not gonna lie um i uh it's really weird it's like I left on Monday. I'm like, I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, watch, they're gonna they're gonna close the NBA like on Wednesday. I'm like, because the NBA is owned by China with Nike. Next thing you know, they close the NBA. I said, see, I told you. Right. And when I left, she goes, watch. She goes, like somebody like Tom Hanks is gonna get the coronavirus. Uh, Wednesday night they say Tom Hanks has the coronavirus. So I'm like, like we're not Notre Dame's here. I mean, we're not like geniuses. So now I'm convinced it's a complete conspiracy, right? This whole fucking thing. And um, then uh, I told her on Friday morning, I said, watch, I go, now Nike and Apple are going to close their stores all over the United States. Friday night, boom, Nike and Apple close their stores. I'm like, it's, it's all fucking a conspiracy, right? And so now I was going crazy Friday night and like, it's a conspiracy. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And then I started following, um, uh, I, well, I follow this guy. His name's Scott Adams uh, on uh Twitter, it's a real good follow if you really want to learn learn something. At Scott Adams, and he said, um, anybody who follows me that says that 
the coronavirus is just the flu. Please unfollow me. You're a fucking idiot. And I respect the guy a lot. When he said that, I said to myself, all right, something ain't right here. They close the NBA. Like, this guy's saying this. I'm like, um, maybe it's more in a conspiracy. And then I, then I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. I had the infectious disease guy on. And then I was thinking, okay, this is really bad. That's when I just, that's when I totally changed my thought process. And um, the next day, Fox News completely changed, flipped a, a script. And they went from it ain't a big deal to it's really big. So um, uh, people were like, oh, you just flipped because your man Trump flipped. So, no, Trump didn't flip till the day after I flipped, you know. And uh, then I started doing a lot of reading and, um, for the listeners out there, I should go check out this really this article if you haven't seen it. Um, it's called uh, Vanity Fair. Tucker Carlson, how how his um, meeting with Trump might have saved the fucking country because uh, you know he felt like Trump wasn't taking it as serious as it was, and um, he went there for a fifty minute meeting with Trump. He said he'd never met him in his life, and uh, the next day Trump flipped. So um, uh, I, I look at it as, uh, you know, um, people like, oh, how could you be so stupid? Blah, 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 blah. Well, ask yourself this if you're listening. And this is not because I, I'm a Trump supporter, but ask yourself this. If Trump really knew that it was this bad, would he fucking be going to rallies? Okay. I was supposed to go at Bay 101. They canceled the on Wednesday, they canceled the um, RJC. I was supposed to meet him on Saturday here at the RJC. Uh, I've got a bunch of good friends that are politically involved, and uh, they canceled that. I'm like, but like he was doing a rally the week before, and he's not going to give like Fox News bad info. So you have to say one of two things: a, the intelligence community was trying to fuck him like they did before, or b. Um, he was told very bad information by people in his inner circle either way. But for people to say, Oh, he didn't know what was going on. Da, 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 it's just fucking moronic. I mean, what do you think the guy's the devil? And he's just going to let the fucking country burn. It's just stupid, you know? And um, I mean, he did close the border on January 31st, a month and a half early to flights from China and was called a racist, a xenophobe, overreacting, going to destroy our, the economy over his stupid move to close the border, you know, but you'll never hear that at CNN or anything. So, um, so he had a bad feeling about it when he closed the border. Um, but I guess, you know, he's thinking I'll close the border from China. Okay. How's it going to get here? Uh, and, uh, the intelligence obviously wasn't telling him that it was super serious. So he's, you know, they, he wasn't thinking that all the other places that didn't close the border, uh, they flew in from there and that's how it spread through the country. So um, for people that say, wow, he doesn't have enough testing, he doesn't have enough this, well, when you don't think something's coming and you don't expect it, what do you want to do? Oh, they've been talking about it on ESPN for two, or CNN for two months. Yeah, yeah. They, they, two months before when people on Fox were talking about it every day, it was crickets on CNN. The only time they've talked about it every day is as soon as the impeachment hearing ended. So it just looked like the same old Russia, Russia, Mueller, Mueller, impeach, impeach. Now it was virus, virus, and uh, he was obviously given some bad info. So, um, listen, it doesn't make a difference what happened then. Uh, I tell people, um, um, 
that no matter what happens, all the things that have happened in his presidency, it means nothing. The next three weeks will define his presidency. He's either going to get the country through it and get people of confidence and economy going and get through this, or he's going to fuck it up and go down in history as as the guy who destroyed the country. So he's either going to, there's no two ways about it. He's either going to save the country or destroy the country. You know, I know most, a lot of you listeners out there thinking he's going to destroy it. And if he does, uh, it'll be something I will, will be a scar in my body for a long time. Cause I really, really believe in him. Uh, I know a lot of people disagree, um, but I do a lot of reading. I, I do a lot of research. Um, yeah. He says, does, says and does a lot of dumb things, but he's, I really believe he's fought for this country more than anybody. He fought, fought against China, you know, with the trade deficit. And, um, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about it. And there's a lot of thoughts that I think about, but I'm not going to go public with it. You know, uh, I just tell people all the time, uh, there's no just things, coincidences. You watch forensic files, you watch 48 hours. Whenever it's a coincidence, they're always guilty, you know. In July, they had... 25 fucking clowns running against him. And uh, it was pretty obvious he was going to win re-election on a landslide. The economy was huge. And now um, the next thing you know, uh, they had that horrible debate where people were, uh, the next thing you know, they're resurrecting a fucking dead man walking, Joe Joe Biden, with dementia Joe, I call him. Guy can't put two sentences together, doesn't know where he's at, was polling at 4%. The next thing you know, he's winning every fucking primary. I mean, something was wrong there, too. So, um, you know, uh, I'm just, and the next thing you know, a virus takes out the United States and the world economy. But, you know, if you really think about what it, taking out the United, it's kind of like cutting off, cutting off the head of the snake. You know, you cut off the head of the snake, the snake's dead, you know. So, um, you know, it, uh, I'm not saying it was done on purpose. It could have been done on accident. Could have been in that wet market, like they said. Could have been on purpose. It could have been an accident. But either way, China did not. They spent 30 days. They wouldn't let the CDC in. They wouldn't let World Trade Organization, Health Organization in, World Health Organization. And, um, and as late as January 20th, they, they said there's no proof of human to human, uh, the, the virus jumping human to human. And when Trump closed the border on the 31st, even the World Health Organization said it was an overreaction and it was could be the worst thing he could ever do to the world. Well, he should have kept his, he should have just followed his instincts and closed all the fucking airplanes. Then he'd be the hero of all heroes. But, you know, no matter what he does, it's wrong. So, um, uh, guy can't win. Makes no difference. So, anyways, that's my opinion on the coronavirus. Um, so, uh, we're going to get ready. We're going to take your live phone calls. Uh, call on live 702 329. 0480-702-329-0480. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call in segment will be live. All right. So, um, uh, 
kind of wait on some fucking phone calls. He wants to call in. Tell him he keeps raising me. Calling me, not raising me. And uh, see what he wants. So, um, just waiting to see if anybody wants to call and talk. I mean, uh, where are you all at? Let's go. Let's go. What do you guys want to talk about? Call on in. Talk about whatever you want. Got invited to a little sit and go on some site. $1,000 a piece, nine of us, winner take off. I like it. Uh, sorry. Hey, uh, Danny Editor, ma'am. Is uh, the shit working or the fucking nobody calling in? I think my editor's fucked it all up. You don't want to admit it, though. Maybe he didn't. Maybe just nobody loves me. Nobody's on the fucking internet. But it is fucking Sunday. Yes, it's working, bitch. Oh, you see, it's working. You heard he said? He said, it's working, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Ah, we got phone calls. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's up, Mike? What's going on, buddy? This is Rob from Canada. Rob from Canada. What's going on, man? What's Not uh, much, man. Thought... Just wondering what your thoughts are. Mute about your audio on your phone, Mikey. Yeah. You and uh, if you think it's going to run or you think they're going to postpone it or maybe have some online events or have just a few events or what? Um, I actually think the uh, World Series will go on, but it will, won't start till August 1st. Um, I think that... Uh, it depends. Like after the World Series, they usually have the pool tournament, which is like July 25th for like two weeks. So like, I don't know what they have scheduled after that. So maybe August 13th. Um, either way, there's zero, zero point zero chance it starts the first of June. That you could, you can put that down in writing, and it's absolutely impossible. So um, this thing is uh, way worse than people understand. Um, uh, Trump's got this country shut down for two weeks and he knows it's going to be six weeks and he can't just tell everybody six weeks or the panic will be ridiculous. So, um, he's going to go two weeks and then another two weeks and, and, uh, he better just get the money out to the people. If he, if he gets the money out to the people that are scared to death and worry about paying their bills, they'll be okay. If they don't, it'll be a complete catastrophe for the country. I totally agree. It just all depends. If he gets the country through it, it's it makes no difference. So I just pray he does. You know, I pray I pray for the world, man. What a fucking joke this is, you know? Yeah, what a time to be alive, eh? The whole world's going to be changed forever after this. Like, the way everybody looks at the yeah. world will be changed forever. You know? And, yeah. and I mean, it, it could, as crazy as it sounds, it could be, like, the best thing that ever happened because it unites the world, you know? The whole world's fighting it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, no, totally. Yeah. Call, thanks man. for taking my call, Mike. I appreciate it. You got I'm a long time uh, listener and supporter, man, and keep up the good work. You got it, buddy. Take care. Later. Have a good night. Bye bye. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, Mike. It's Joe. How you doing? What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good. Uh, I have a couple of questions uh, for you. Sure. I was wondering if you've done any research on these bailouts that they're talking I have. about. I have. Not not so much as like the people getting money, but like the businesses. So obviously the casinos I, got in on it. it 
But well, I'm, yeah, yeah. Right. the whole the, the thing is, is I'm glad that Trump said no stock buybacks, no matter what. OK, so basically they're going to pass some kind of law with no stock buybacks. Um, right. And um, I, I guess 1929 depression, they 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 turned had a law, no stock buybacks and overturned that in 1981. So, um, you know, all these people, they, you know, they inflated the fucking price and their stock with the stock buybacks and now trump's gonna have to bail them out now i agree he has to bail them out but you know as long as he puts strict law- rules down um you know that's just what they're gonna have to do uh right it's uh, well the thing is with the casinos it's just like well they've already laid off most of the people so what are they exactly need billion for exactly and and a lot, half the casinos were fucking like really losing a lot of money so I, I think yeah. a lot of the closing had to do with the fact that if they, they figured they'd get a bailout for the from the government, they could uh, they could close the casinos down and uh, make more money. The thing I learned the most probably the last four years becoming political and learning shit is how evil the fucking big businesses are and how right. evil how you know and there's a lot of things Bernie Sanders says is right, man. You know, I don't believe in his politics, but but, I, you know, when he talks about the billionaires owning this country and deciding who gets who's in office and all that shit, he's 100 percent right, man. I mean, I tell oh, yeah. him, give it like oh, a, definitely. he's not wrong, you know, and uh, that's another thing that scares me. It's like all these big people that have come out, you know, guys like Bloomberg what's just dumping seven hundred million dollars. You know, I mean, this guy's so tied into China, it's a joke. You know, he's one. He made like over like three quarters of his money from his media company. Uh, uh, using censored media in China, using his platform. I mean, so of course he's, that, that, that was like so weird. Everybody's come out like Biden, he's fucking in, knee deep in China also, you know? So yeah. I've been telling everybody for months that uh, that it all runs through China. And this is before this whole fucking thing happened, you know? Yeah. If you do your research, if you well, do your research. Biden real you quick, it's just like the guy fucking sniffs babies. It's like, it's so fucking weird. Dude, have you oh, seen those oh, videos dude. with Biden smelling dude. babies and people? No there? shit, dude. Dude, I tell everybody go watch the Biden with talking to the kids about touching his hairy legs. I mean, you can't get creepier than that, okay? And yeah. but now, now he's creepy and he's fucking brain dead. I, I actually felt to feel bad for him. Like honestly, I was like saying, "Well, Biden will be gone in three days." I'm like, "Which will be good because I feel bad for him. They shouldn't be trotting him out there, anyways." I was like, "It's elder abuse." The guy couldn't put two sentences together, and uh, the next thing you know, he's polling at four percent. Everybody jumps behind him. He wins South Carolina and wins every fucking state. I mean, and then all this happens. I mean, it's just something ain't right. I, I don't know how to put my finger on it. There's just you're talking about coincidence, 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 coincidence. All four things. Yeah, they're really all. Like, well, yeah, the the dominoes are falling pretty. Right. And you knew they were going to try and take Trump out at any cost in 2020. So, I mean, uh, it was uh, it just listen uh, again. I mean, I could be off here, but kind of like with this last hand, I grenaded in a tournament online where I knew that I had it. Every fucking instinct in my body, every fucking instinct tells me that 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 this was done to take out to take out Trump at all costs and take down the U.S. economy. You know, you know, you know how much the China economy was had been struggling with the eighteen month uh, trade war with the tariff, twenty five percent tariffs that Trump put on there. He fucking decimated their economy. So payback's yeah. a bitch, I guess. 
But I mean, I, I gotta mean, say, I think he's handling it pretty well for the most part. He is handling it really well. well, you, well, well People, you, you guys are out of masks. You're gonna blame him. Blame the hospitals. They gotta have some sort of fucking policy in place for when this shit like this goes Dude, down. You gotta blame. You gotta blame Bush and Obama. They were the ones that were head of the CDC. They were the ones, you know, and and the, and the World Health Organization. They're the ones who's supposed to know. They're, I mean, Trump just got in office. How the fuck's he gonna know that there's not enough tests or enough enough? Uh, I mean, people are just stupid. You know, and again, yeah. like I just think that's a know, very poor argument with them. They give it to him every fucking day, and it's like, look, dude, he's not a he's not a magic. He's not going to make a million masks just out of his ass. No shit. You think you he's going to just like tell the whole country everything's going to be fine? And a week later, he flipped positions. I mean, it just, he was obviously he was obviously be get, getting bad info from the intel or somebody was trying to take him down. I mean, it's just you, unless you think the guy's the devil and wants to fucking destroy America, which we know that the guy's the biggest fucking narcissist in the world. His, his economy was yeah. his, his bloodline, and now it's gone. I mean, you think, like, give me a break. I mean, like, he had no idea that it was this bad. Like, he was, like, the first bailout, the first thing was, like, a $2 billion stimulus package. $2 billion. You know, then the next one was $8.9 billion. Then it was $42 billion. Now we're $1.4 You think he knew it was this bad? Come on, man. Well, the one the Democrats want to put through now is ten trillion. I just read. Of course they want. They're insane. Fucking plan. They're insane. Do they understand ten trillion completely bankrupts the fucking country? I mean, right. Well, well, well. They're like, well, we want to give them two thousand a month and not twelve hundred a month. Yeah, family. Yeah, they want to give two. They want to give two thousand. So they sound like the good guys. They want to give two thousand a wife, two thousand to a husband, and a thousand per kid. That's like five or six thousand a month. Do you understand that that that, that would put him in like a, the top two the two, top two thirds tax bracket? He wants to give seventy thousand a year to the, the country that average salary is like thirty six thousand a year. I mean, give me a fucking break. You got to give thirty six thousand a year. They're they're they know the third they're right on with thirty four hundred a month. And you know they're not. I mean, it's just crazy. They're talking just craziness, trying everything they can to make Trump look bad because they can't. They, they, this is why I said they don't give. Up, neither, but nobody gives a fuck. Neither one of our fucking elect, the right. right or the left, you know. But of, they know that they can't. That's giving Trump a win. They want to put him in a spot that sounds great to the American people. Ten trillion. Oh, the the, the, the right, the right. They won't. Be, they don't care about you. No. Oh, because oh, they don't want to give ten trillion. And give like six thousand a month to everybody. Give me a fucking break. You know? Right. And then and then yeah. and then you look at you. We you have more calls, fact. Mikey. Okay. Well, my, my editor says we got uh, more calls, so I got to right. jump off the phone with you. But I appreciate the All call, right. and I'll, I'll talk to you soon. You got it, buddy. All Take right. the call right. later. Hey, welcome to the mouthpiece, this is Mike. How's it going? Hi, Mikey. Mikey, how's it going? This is Mark in North Carolina. How you doing, man? Hey, Mark. How's it going over there? Going, uh, you know, not as good as it was about a month ago, uh, but I think you knew that, <laughs> yeah. didn't you? Yeah, it's been crazy. Um, I mean, this is like, man, I don't even know what this is. I, I, it's something I never thought in the modern age could ever happen because everybody's connected. Yeah, that's probably, so, yeah, that's why it's happening because we didn't think it would. No, it's happening for other reasons. It's the stuff you, it's the stuff you don't prepare for that gets you usually. So, yeah, you know, uh, I'm digging. By the way, I'm digging the quarantine beard, dude. You're rocking it pretty hard there. Yeah, you know what? What, what are you gonna do, man? It's it is what it is. You know, I, uh, I, uh, you know, I try and keep a good outlook. You know, I, uh, I was wrong, and I admit it. I, I go on the air. I'll say it. I was wrong about the virus. I thought it was like the flu, 
I realized mm -hmm. about a day, a day before Trump and Fox flipped and started seeing how serious it was. I realized how serious it was. And, um, you know, I admitted it and, uh, I, um, I, I, I just never saw any of this coming. You know, even when, uh, like all the shows that I watched, which kept saying, talking about this, you know, they kept sure. saying how bad this was. And I didn't, I still didn't believe it. You know, I understand. Um, your last call in show just got put out and like the one where you're like, ah, this is nothing. The world series will be fine. And yeah, yeah. I think we, we, we all, uh, we all call, we all called it wrong. You know, looks like Timex is the smart one. Yeah, he, he was, you know, I give credit where it was. Listen, I was completely fucking wrong. You know, I was so sure it was a conspiracy fucking theory. You have no idea. And uh, I was wrong. And, and the virus is real. Doesn't mean it's not a conspiracy. You know, but the virus is real. Um, I just don't believe in coincidences, you know. I, 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 Granted, yeah. It, it, it looks I mean, pretty bad. too many. There's definitely, too many coincidences. Uh, it definitely seems like something's going on. I mean, think about this. Okay, the Nevada, they, they did the Nevada, um, they had the debate, Nevada debate, right? And it was a complete right. clown show. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, it was a complete clown show. I mean, it was just awful. Sure. The next thing, the next thing you know, I mean, I'm like, oh my God, like none of these guys have a chance against Trump. I'm like, oh, well, they got to go behind somebody. They got to stop Bernie. I mean, can't have a socialist take over the country. And all of a sudden, they all get behind a guy who's fucking was brain dead couldn't put two sentences together, was polling at 4%. And the next thing you know, a guy, that, that, that he, I mean, you notice that he's no, I don't know how he's going to run this. He's, I mean, what he's running tomorrow, I think is so dangerous for the country. It's unreal. He's going to start running a shadow yeah. press conference to, 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 to talk about Trump's lies. Okay. Really? He's got all the professionals up there and it's Trump's lies. You think that the CDC's lying, the world health organization's lying, uh, Fauci's lying, the doctor's lying. The entire team's lying. He's going to talk about fucking Trump's lies. I mean, give me a break. I mean, people are going to, I mean, if people don't pay attention to what's going on in that press conference and they start listening to a fucking old fucking dementia Joe, you know, I mean, that that, that could throw the country in chaos. I mean, you, that's just very dangerous for the country. I think it's really bad. But yeah. I, I, he almost has to because he, he's he's like nowhere to be found and he's lost all the momentum. And, and uh, you know, people are rallying behind Trump because... They have to rally behind Trump, whether you like him or not. You have to fucking pull for the country, unless you're just evil and you want the country yeah. to burn. Well, know. there are but some evil there, people. There's many of there's many sure. there's many on the left that that want the country to burn and to get Trump out of office. So, you know, uh, there's a lot of evil people out there. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, we're in the fucking middle of the worst thing that maybe ever happened to the world, and all they care about is scoring political points. And I just, you know. Listen, when Trump says shit I don't like, I'll tell it like it is. You know, I like and I, sure. But but even now, I'm even there's a lot of things what he says I don't like. I'm trying to uplift the country and stay positive, even though I cringe. You know what I'm trying to say? Because it, it, you gotta help everybody. Whether you if you hate his guts, you need to pull for him to pull the country through. Because fucking dementia yeah. Joe ain't pulling pulling anybody through. I mean, he ain't even gonna be the nominee. I mean, I just made a big bet that he ain't the nominee today. Not a big bet, but I mean, well, I got big odds. Who is going to be the nominee? Joe's like, months. Joe's who they piled, they circled the wagons around. Who's going to be the nominee? Yeah, well, I mean, it, you, you need 1991 delegates to be the nominee, okay? All the True, primaries. But who being, else they got? All the primaries Everybody are being canceled right now. Biden. Yeah, all the primaries are being canceled right now. So nobody's going to have 1991 at the convention. That lets them, that means it'll be contested convention, and they'll they'll let, they'll put in whoever they want. Um I don't know. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, 
Is it going to be? Is it going to be Hillary 2.0? Well, my dad swears it's going to be. I don't believe it. Um, I believe. I think Matt Blanche made a great bet today. Uh, he took fifty to one on Andrew Cuomo because Cuomo's getting all the good wow. press and everybody's rallying behind him in New York. And if he gets New York through it, it wouldn't shock me. One, I think it's a good bet at fifty to one. I really do. Fair enough. No. You know, but they're going to the people they, who tell me that we wouldn't we wouldn't have these problems that we're having if Hillary was the president can never explain to me how Hillary would have dealt with the virus. Oh my! Can you imagine if Hillary? First of all, we would have been at war with North Korea. Okay, she's sucking this. This anybody thinks that they could be doing. Look what Trump's been through. I mean, they fuck. He went through the impeachment hoax for two and a half years. Then he dealt with the Mueller yep. Mueller, which was a fucking hoax. Then he dealt with fucking uh, uh, Russia, Russia, Russia. Then now he's got a virus. I mean, no, no president, nobody in history has ever dealt with it. What he's had to deal with, you know. Now, you know, I was yeah. following like Bill O'Reilly. I, 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 I kind of look at his stuff, and he said, you know, there's only two people to blame for this virus the chi the chinese period and he said and the democrats with the, an impeachment that they already knew the outcome the outcome was determined you see what i'm trying to say they were going to win in the house yep. trump was going to win in the senate it was all about trying to score political points and trump was so worried about defending himself during the the impeachment thing that this virus was so serious that he couldn't pay you know i mean he should have paid more attention to it but uh i mean just think if he let if he didn't put the travel ban on the 31st, Fauci said tens of thousands of pe extra people would die. So, but nobody will yep. repeat that. Nobody will give him credit for anything. The guy fucking cat. We have more calls. Okay, I'm gonna get off. We have another call. If he if he invented okay, the virus cure tomorrow, the vaccine, they would say no, he didn't do it. Someone else did it. They hate him that much. Anyways, I gotta go. Uh, pull for the country. Pray. Okay, peace out. Stay man. safe. You got yeah, it. Man. Later. Sorry, I'm sorry, I won't see you this summer at the World Series, man. You will. All right. Take care. Oh, you're going to be, you're, you're, the World Series is still going? Are you sure? Yeah, it'll go, but it won't go to probably mid-August. It'll start. I don't know if you can get away from that. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, maybe I'll still see you then. It'd be good to run into you, man. Take care and good you luck. Got it, man. Take care. Later. Peace. What up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Oh, hey. How you doing, Mike? Good. Who's this? Oh, this is Lenard. Lenard. How you doing, man? Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Oh, cool, man. Uh, you hanging in there? Yeah, I'm hanging in there. I was wondering, do you think the WSOP is going to be canceled? I think it should be canceled. I I do not believe it will be canceled, but I do believe it will be pushed off to the, at least the middle of August. You know, it depends what, what they have. See, after the World Series, which usually ends around the 24th of July, 20, or the 18th of July, they have the pool tournament for two weeks. And then I don't know what's scheduled after that. That's what I mean uh, by council, like not on time. Oh, in hundred percent cannot be started on time. There is zero. Because you know, zero. It's a health. Zero, it's a health zero. hazard. Can you imagine there's if someone zero, dies? Zero percent. Doing there's not even there, there's huh? not even one tenth. There's not even one tenth of a chance that it starts on time. Not even a tenth. I would lay a hundred to one. I would lay a thousand to one. There's impossible. Because like, would you be comfortable going, knowing all this around, and your immune system can be weak and you can die, like? It's it's a it's a health tragedy if they started on time. All them players from around the world, I wouldn't be comfortable. Listen, they don't they can't start a panic and they can't just go out and tell everybody it's going to be six to eight weeks. Can you imagine that? People, the, the looting, the fucking crime. They have to t tell everybody two weeks at a time. Okay, during this two weeks, they got to get money out to people. As long as they get the money well, out to people, they'll be fine. When when do you think? Okay, you know how they got us all like, oh, stay in the house. 
only go to work yeah. and to the grocery store. When right. do you think the casino is going to open back up at least? By the first, you think? Or the middle or middle uh, of April? By the first of June, yeah. But not by the first of April? No chance. Zero point zero 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 chance. This is a fucking monster. They don't they don't close down the entire cities, okay? They don't fucking cancel all sports unless they know how bad this is. I mean, it's not bad. People aren't going to be dying, okay? You know, like 1% yeah. die. It's about the hospitals are going to get overrun. People don't understand that fucking, if a mil, if 2 million people get it, 10% get hospitalized. That's 200,000. There's only 974,000 hospital beds. 650,000 of them are already in use. That means they can't have more than 3 million people at one time with the virus. If not, they don't have the equipment. They don't have the ventilators. They don't have any of that. So that, I think the only all, casino open right now in America is the Seminole Hard Rock. And I don't know why the hell they still open. Not, it ain't open. They closed that two days ago. Oh, the Seminole Hard Rock? Yeah, it's closed two days ago. No. Well, are you going to play reason, any the reason, home games? The reason why the, be the beaches were open in Florida, the reason why those were open is you're talking about a warm, humid area. So the virus will not mm -hmm. spread as quickly in a warm, humid area. So they, they went a couple extra weeks, but uh, you know now now they're they're in close too. So you know, um, you know I don't want to just start a fucking riot with people that are saying it's you're <laughs> you're going to be in home for six weeks, but you're going to be in home for six weeks. You know. What about and, uh, home games? You think, Mike? You think like like if you get invited to a home game, like Steve o Oakey House or whatever, no, oh, what the fuck no, that name is? Would you uh, go to a home game? No, we're playing uh, we're playing all those home games online right now. On, on like some some uh, underground type of sites and shit that have tables and shit like that. No, there's no no home games. This shit. My girlfriend won't even allow anybody over the house. You know she don't. You know. <laughs> Listen, you know hey, I, I, it's really hey, weird. Hey, it's really weird, but uh, normal piece you know, What's that? Like, do you think? Do you think? Um, you know how Phil Ivy is, right? Like, mm -hmm. do you think is any chance? Do you think is any chance Ivy will ever play a big cash game in Vegas? Ever again? He plays, he plays all the time during the World Series in Vegas. I'm talking about plays like now after that. You know, they're trying to seize his assets. Like, how can you wire money to the casino if they're going to seize everything have you have? He doesn't have to wire money. He's got plenty of friends that will give him money and he'll pay him in China or wherever he's at. No, uh, he don't have to worry about that. I mean, the only thing, I mean, he, he can't play tournaments anymore. You know? Yeah, I mean, I wonder like how the hell. I don't think he did anything wrong, but he did a lot wrong because he had everything to lose and nothing to gain. In other words, he could. He just didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah, but you know, you can't you can't flip the odds from two percent against you to six percent in your favor without them knowing and say that it was perfectly okay. You know, but if you would have lost, no. would they have gave his money back? No. Well, exactly wouldn't. That's why it's 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 a really touchy situation. I'm just saying for a guy that had the number one brand in the world that could get signed by anybody and had, he just had everything to lose and nothing to gain. That's it. And he could have just kept winning a couple hundred thousand and they would have never known. But, you know, greed gets to everybody. And, uh, you know, I, I still don't feel he did anything wrong, but I think because he had so much to lose with his brand that it, he just shouldn't have done it. That's all. You know, I, you know, you know what lot, I thought worth a lot more than twenty he, million dollars. He, he kind of did it to himself. Like, if you know how the casinos be hustling people, and you get drunk, you all these free drinks so you can lose your money. They asked, yeah. I heard that they asked in court, you know, deposition. Did you yeah. use a system? 
I was told if you would have just said, no, I didn't use the system, they couldn't approve he used the system. They couldn't show, they couldn't approve that, that that Chinese girl can read the cards. If you would have just lied and said, hey, I didn't use no system, it would have been, I won fair and square. He he yeah. admitted to it. Yeah, he would, instead he was honest and he told them everything. You know, yeah. he, he didn't. He never touched the cards. So, you know, it's it's a touchy situation. You know what I mean? What if so, he would have denied uh, it? Do you think he would have got found guilty then? No, probably, probably not. not. But, but yeah, not. they say trying try to take a home and everything is like a guy can't even win in America now. Like at the casino, you win and want to take your winnings from you because you're cheating. Like, oh, no way, no way you can't have a good day. Yeah. But they say he had a good four or five months. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, hey, I got to give I got to give it to the guy, Mike. You know, I really got to give it to him. And you know what, Mike, I've been praying for you, too, like your back situation and things yeah. like that. My back's actually I hurting right now, sitting here. But it wasn't hurting. Mike, I remember seeing you when you was younger, Mike, on TV. Like I, I, I played games too. But I remember seeing you when you was younger and you was like rejuvenated. And I remember Phil Helmet bluffed you with seven deuce off suit and you started dancing. And I don't know if your mom alive still, but I remember seeing well, your mom on high well, poker. It's funny. I, I always tell the story of that hand. See, Phil was the only one that knew I had one bullet that day. And I thought he took it yeah. from advantage of me for it. So that's why I folded mm -hmm. But that, that day I ended up winning 176,000. He ended up losing 176. So that's the, that's the other <laughs> end of that story that nobody knows. I always like. Were to you staked that day? Oh no. I won like I won like 170 that day. 176. He lost 176. But everybody will always remember him bluffing me with that hand. So. Were you staked then or no? Uh, I was never staked, but the um, uh, the full tilt always put me in the big cash games and. Uh, that uh, that that one I only had a one bullet for, and I told him I only had so one bullet. If full tilt pitching the cash games back then, whatever you win, do you keep? I had a good deal with them. Um, I uh, I had a makeup. They gave me a pretty big percentage, uh, I'm way more than average percentage with makeup. So um, you know, every time I was on makeup and I won, made a big score, I was I was I would uh, I would get like most of the money. So. Uh, I was never in makeup, yeah. you know, so it was uh, it was pretty good, you know, but, you know, I don't want to talk. I don't bring up full tilt anymore. I get too aggravated. Yeah. I think I think, hey, you know, what, shit you know what you remind me of? You remind me of Stu Unger. Like he had the drug problems and his, he smoked his freaking nose off. And you remind me of him because you got you got heart of a lion. And then it's like when you get like one bad beat, like you just like you started like talking at the table, whatever, but you always got a good personality. Like you come from the streets like me, like you never like stuck up. You always got a good personality. No, yeah. I treat I everybody, like about I you, you got to treat everyone the way you want to be treated, man. If you don't, yeah. then you're just a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that's just what I tell everybody all the time is if you treat everybody the way you want to be treated in life, um, then everything's mm -hmm. fine. You know, that's uh, are you, listen, you know, this are you whole disaster, you know, this whole disaster that's happening in this country, it could end up being the greatest thing that ever happened in the world because all the division that was happening and all the hatred on between countries, between everybody mm -hmm. in the United States. I mean, it has to unite people. It just has to. Uh -huh. Do you do you think they're going to issue out them checks for, for all the Americans or they just talking shit? They're going to get a wife and kid, 1,200 a person, and they're going to get 500 per kid. So if you have a wife, a wife and two kids, you're gonna get um, you're gonna get thirty four hundred a month. And of course, the Democrats they they went crazy and said they want to give everybody six thousand a month, 
like 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 <laughs> only like twenty five percent of the fucking population uh, makes more than even makes that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because they want to try and make Trump look bad. Like, oh, he doesn't. They don't. The Republicans don't care about you because they won't give you six thousand a month. I'm like, because you, you know, Trump trying to get reelected again, so of course he's going to issue some type of checkout. Well, he's in lock to get reelected if he doesn't fuck this up. If he fucks us up, he's going to go down in history as the guy who destroyed the country. If he get, everything he's done in the past, everything doesn't mean anything. If he gets the country through the, this the next six weeks, he gets he wins with eighty percent approval rating. If he doesn't get the country through, he loses uh, by mm-hmm. the biggest landslide in history. So uh, mm-hmm. his whole presidency revolves whether he makes all the right decisions in the next six weeks, and he can't make any unforced errors. He's already made a couple. That really pissed me off, and uh, he just he just needs to be smart. He really should not be in those press conferences. You know, he's he's fight, fighting against the media. I mean, they they want it. They're trying to get him. They're trying to fucking he and he goes for the bait every time. You know, that's why you have a press secretary. He should just do a he should do a address the nation once or twice a week and just let the the team that he has do the work. You know what I mean? So we have another call, bitch. Yeah. Uh, my editor oh. just told me we got another call, so I got to get going. Um, all right, Mike. God bless, call. man. I'm praying Stay for you, safe. Bro. Stay safe. Tell all your friends get inside because, uh, man, the country's at stake here. All right? Take care, man. All right, Mike. All right. All right What's up, man? Who's this? Welcome to Mouth. Uh, Paul. Thank oh, you. Uh, Paul E.P. from uh, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. Oh, Michigan. All right. How's it going out there? About as bad as everywhere else? Uh, yeah, I suspect it's uh, pretty much the same. Um, I just wanted yeah. to call to let you know I uh, enjoy the show. I uh, I love the intro. That that lady's voice is classic. Uh, uh-huh. You're a real funny guy. You keep me laughing. And uh, hey, listen, during these tough times, I'm, I'm trying to make people laugh. I'm trying to make people happy. I'm trying to uplift people. Um, and I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. It's it's just. After this is all over, there's going to be five months for everybody in politics to fucking go back at each other's throats. You know, right now, there's no time for politics on either side. Everybody needs to fucking rally and pray to God our president gets us through this. You know, if he doesn't, well, I, I don't even know. I don't know what, you know, what could happen. But yeah. it's all we can do. I mean, it's not like it's us. It's the entire world. The entire world, yeah. is, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening to the entire world. You know, you know. There's, there's no, no doubt. No doubt. There's nobody needs to listen. That if Trump would have been, he could have got more testing if he was on. No, I'm sorry. Okay, you know, there's nothing. Nobody could have done. Nobody saw this coming. Okay, not like this. They thought there could, you know, could get bad or whatever, and they'd have plenty of time. But nobody saw this coming, and uh, it's just not time to fucking just shred on Trump. You know. It's time to fucking rally behind him and, and just, you know, all the people who hate him need to, need to, if they care about the country, need to pull that he gets the country through it. And if he doesn't, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I was wrong on him. And I'll be the first to admit that I'll, uh, I'll never uh, make a political statement again because uh, everything in my gut told me that, that I'm, I'm not wrong. So uh, we're going to know in three, four weeks, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, to me, I, that's the thing about politics. I, I don't really like, I mean, you can say how you feel. It's, you know, you, you, people can be wrong. I mean, you can admit that you were wrong or something. I mean, it's just, that's how you felt at the time or whatever. And that's fine. You got more information and now you have a different yeah. 
thing. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's like I, when I, people I, say I thing, them. they I, say I, thing once and they don't ever, uh, you know, they, they, they want to vilify them for their entire life because, but they don't ever give them a chance to say, yeah, okay, I, I mean, might have been wrong. Nobody gives them, they don't sit there and say, I, you know, not one, that's why, you know, this is what scares me. It's like, nobody wants to say like, Trump, I mean, you won't find it anywhere on any fucking left-wing media that Trump's travel ban saved thousands of lives, you know? And uh, he was called a racist, a xenophobe, overreacting by all the politicians, fucking Bernie, fucking Biden, all the fucking mainstream media, you know, and whoever else is running. And it's just, you know, when the guy does something good, just just at least acknowledge that, like, he saved yeah, thousands of lives, sure. you know? When the guy for does something sure, bad, sure. I mean, call him out for it, you know? For sure. I, I, I mean, I, I'm a Bernie guy, and there's there's things that I don't like about Trump, but there's things I like about him. I, yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. it's and then there's well, things they, that are they, more, you know, it's it's like you say, it's it's for the people. It's for you know. Yeah. Listen, uh, Bernie. I don't know. Trump, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, everybody, you got to be on one side or the other. I just, I think you could, you know, maybe people will realize you you don't have to, be, you know, you can just do things for people and. Yeah, and you Bernie, can still Bernie like your candidate or whatever, but you don't have to be so mean about it. <laughs> no, and that, you know, Bernie and Trump were dead aligned on China. I mean, where where uh, Bloomberg made all his money from China, fucking Biden made all his money from China. I mean, that's why they want him out so bad, you know. Um, but Bernie, Bernie and Trump were, know what how big a threat China has been. You know, everything Trump said for the last forty years, including the last three, how we've got to start making things in America, not China. Because right now, I mean, China owns the country. The whole entire world is in chaos and their economy and they're, they're the only place that's up and going. And we have 80% of our economy comes from China and 92% of all of our medication come from China. So like, yeah, three days ago, they I mean, we could the stop States. that. I, I believe we could stop that at an instance. I mean, we, you know, I mean, it would take a little bit of time to build factories and stuff, but right. I mean, but, we're, we, we, I think personally, I think we do that to, to make our billionaires rich and you know i really don't oh, believe in people having you know that obscene amounts of money when you got people uh like just the housing crisis just affordable housing you know you got la you got in vegas where you live i watched the yeah. videos on the uh the mole people or whatever the people that live under the casinos and yeah. stuff and I mean, there's half of america's got 500 dollars and less and i mean it's to me it's just a little all, all you, know, you have to a quote, is, is grotesque, but uh, but that being said, you know, I just, uh, you know, you know, I, I don't know, but uh, but just to change the subject a little bit, what do you, what do you think about um, Michigan passed the you know the the gambling stuff? When do you okay. think uh, when do you think that they'll be able to bet on poker online? Oh, I, I would presume that uh, after all this is said and done, probably the first of the year now. Uh, that's my guess. Uh, man, I just, I, I mean, there's so much uncertainty. We don't know. That's that's where so much of the panic has come in. Nobody knows where the country, where we're going to be in three weeks. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, I mean, we're going to be fine. I mean, only like, only one you know, you got one percent chance of dying from this virus. And, you yeah, know, but I think it's a little. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not tragic that people die and stuff. I mean, it, it totally yeah. is. But I mean, uh, you know, one percent or two percent of the population—that's you know, that's it's not going to end the world. Yeah. It's not. You know, I think it's it's money grabs for all these uh, 
you know, certain corporations, certain things. Oh, absolutely. They're I mean, trying to. But and it's sad, it's sad that they want to try to profit off of, you know, people's, Dude, this is what they do. You know, they death they and profit. life, but yeah, no, they profit off yeah. people's shit. Then the then they they try and pop, they try and damage Trump politically. You know, during the whole thing. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I, I mean, how how just evil and to me. I mean, how you don't you got you got the country in like the biggest crisis, the world in the biggest crisis in the history of the world, and we fucking have people trying to just say bad things and, and not trying to uplift the country. I just don't get it. I, I don't understand it. But, you know, it's uh, one thing, you know, one thing I, I, I follow said during a crisis like this, all the fucking people, the evil people will get exposed. All the people trying to make up shit, all the people trying to take down the country, all the people trying to deflect, you know, are all going to be exposed because everything's magnified by a hundred. So you'll ever, everything that, that happens, you're everybody's going to be, you know, tuned into it. So all the mistakes, like I said, if Trump makes mistakes, he's finished. If he, if he gets the country through, he, he, his approval rating will be higher than Bush's was when he won the reelection. So, I mean, this is the country's not, they, 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 they if they think that he cares about them, he, the country will rally around him. If he fucks it up, but that's it. You know, there's no other two ways around it. It's, there's no cut and dry. He gets the country through. He gets reelected, and everybody fucking rallies around him. He doesn't. He fucking gets smashed, and he goes down in the dustbin of history as the fucking bit of, biggest catastrophe that ever happened in the country. So, I mean, nothing matters. Last three years, nothing matters. The next three weeks is everything. So I just pray for everyone. Pray for the country. Pray for the world. Pray for the poor. Pray for the sick. Just pray everybody um, just gets through it, man. You know, I, I get real emotional. I think about it every night. You know, I'm very fortunate. You know, I, I'm, I could get through this fine, get my bills paid or whatever. But so many people, I mean, it's going to just really go through so much the next three, six weeks, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to call in, let you uh, know how much it, I like the show and everything. And uh, one day, I hope to run into you. I'll uh, I'll say hi. <laughs> All right, buddy. Take care. Anyways. Yeah, you too. Thank you. No more callers right now. Let's prank call some poker players. Let's prank call some poker players? You mean like Phil? Yay. Yay, let's call Phil. He called me a little bit ago. Let's see what fucking Philly boy has to say. Enjoy this Verizon ring back nope. phone while your party is reached. Hang up. Oh, no. Hello? Phil, you're live on the mouthpiece. What's up, buddy? Mike, Mike the Mouth, I'm alive on the mouthpiece. And right now yeah. I'm looking at... I'm looking at John Ferraro. I'm looking at uh, D-Moon Girl. I'm looking at Cantu. And Jason, are you at them or you're playing poker I'm live the on the mouthpiece because we are on Zoom. Uh, yeah, connecting. Well, uh, I will uh, be getting on and playing your asses as soon as the mouthpiece is over. So, uh, but listen, uh, Danny said let's uh, let's prank call some poker player. And I said, you mean like Phil? He says, yeah, let's call Phil. So uh, we just want to see how you doing in that tournament. Are you winning? Any chips? We're playing. We're playing uh, five ten blinds. But the problem oh. is I'm playing my friends on the app for $100 a point. So there I'm swinging 50. I swung 
65,000 already. I was down 50. No, I was down like, yeah, I was down 50, and then I was up 15. And then so that we're playing 510 uh, with play chips uh, on this other site. Um, uh, what happened? Might, I guess may or may not I thought you got, some, there may you or may not up. there may or may not be some settling going on, but right now I'm down like twenty dollars. Okay, so the um, you got I guess the thousand dollars sit and goes didn't go. That I would have rather done that, but I'll come play five well, times. You got to understand, Mike. It's the same group that that we had in Cabo, and everybody's laughing, yeah. having fun. Everybody in oh, Zoom, yeah. you can change your backgrounds. So right now I have a actually you're in, you're a, you appear in my background picture just a tiny bit because I have a picture of the pool in Cabo, and so you know you're yeah. looking down. You remember how magnificent that house was? Then you see the pool, which is an affinity pool, and then you see the uh, the ocean and you see the city below, and yeah. uh, you can just see you look like a little speck. But you're in my uh, Zoom picture, and there and the other guys are doing some Zoom pictures, which I'd prefer not to tell you on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, uh, but I'll, I'll come so, we're having so much fun, Mike. Everybody, you get to put your own background picture up, and we're just all talking to each other, and all six or seven or eight of us are up at once. Damn, five ten with Cantu in the game. My God, how good is this game? <laughs> oh my God, and Cantu. By the way, I don't think Cantu would mind if I tell you this, but Cantu no. is playing in bed with two girls with their shirt off. Oh my God! Oh, so you guys have video? Oh my God! How am I missing all this? Shit, I should just say. I don't know. I mean, right now there's exactly one seat open. John Green is playing, but he and so's Timmy, uh, Timmy Belsner. But they're on the. uh, But they're on the. uh, They're not on the Zoom. They're just in the game. You need two devices really to, one for the game and one for Zoom. Well, if I if I knew how to program Zoom, I would do it right now. But then I wouldn't be able to show. I want. I would like to show everybody, but I couldn't be able to show anybody. So, whatever. Well, we wanted to call you. Yeah, you can't. In. Some of those pictures you can't show, Mike, but it's very simple. All you got to do is download the Zoom. I don't have a piece of Zoom, unfortunately, but you can download the Zoom app for free at the App Store. And then okay. and then they've already sent you the code. All you do is press the button and you're with us. Then you press another button to see all seven of us at once, which is nice on the iPad. And then hey. I'm playing the poker on my phone, but I'm playing the uh, – I'm playing the uh, – and you're going to need an Apple device for the poker. And then okay, the well, Zoom you can put on your regular computer. I, I, got, I got one person who asked a question. See if you know who this person is. He, the person says, you will know who this is. He said, ask Phil if he can spell poker. He will know who asked. <laughs> if he can spell poker. He said, you will know I'm who not asked. Sure. I'm not sure who that is, Mikey, but only because I'm a little bit tired. I'll, I'll uh, give the name. It's Nick Papagoria. You know who that is? <laughs> yep. Of course you do. Of course you do. Nice guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, Next uh, nice guy. Uh, let's see. What did they talk about? Um, all right. Uh, that's about it. That was the only one, I guess, question for you. Anybody else have any questions for Phil before he goes back to working? I'm having fun with everybody. Well, let's I'll say see. this, Mike. Let me just say this. I want to spread a little positivity out there, okay, to the people listening. Let's do it. We need positivity. The world needs positivity, buddy. Yeah, it's very tough. It looks really bad in New York. It looks really bad in uh, Italy. You know, on the other hand, it looks a lot better here on the West Coast. Um, But, man, it's just tough out there, and and everybody's doing the right thing, it seems like, by social distancing. But I'll tell you, the positivity to me is that we all get to slow down a lot. We all get to take reevaluate our lives. 
right? And, uh, and you know, the negativity, of course, is people are out there are really hurting financially, but hopefully the stimulus package passes and hopefully it's yeah. $3,000 a family or more. But yeah. meanwhile, looking on the positivity side, I'll just say it's been nice for me to connect with my friend groups on Zoom, and that's mm-hmm. like seven, eight of us all at once. It's been next, yeah. nice to connect with the family. And it does feel like, you know, we were playing Zoom and some guys were playing poker on the app and some guys were playing, uh, you know, Chinese on the app. But we were all mm-hmm. able to talk and laugh and say hello to each other. And so, you know, it, it, it may be one small positive out of all this is, you yeah. know, we're realizing the importance of friends and family. Yeah. And you know what else is a positive? The country and the world that was so divided. There will be it has to be united it'll be so much more united after this it's impossible for it not to be you know so the, you got to look what the good things that'll come out of it you know i saw my man trump went after your boy pritzker today on fucking twitter i was really pissed off about it by the way i don't know if you heard about that yeah you about i that? mean you, as you know i walk in the middle politically i know and, you do uh, I've, I've listen i was listen the, when I, but when I've he does stuff i don't like i call it out I've gotten some time with Trump in the past, and I've got a lot of time with Pritzker, who's a really great guy. And, uh, you know, and so, I mean, you know, I mean, I just... There's a lot of stress going on. But anyway, you're bringing up the negatives. Let's stay positive, Mikey, and uh, hopefully we'll see you on Zoom. That's what I said, Phil. That's why I called you, you know. Positivity is important, you know. Everybody's going to get Whether you play with us or... Yeah, positive is important, Mike. Whether you play play with us or not, Hop on at least the Zoom to say hello. Yeah, I will, man. And uh, I appreciate the positivity. And, you know, hopefully um, uh, a guy named Nate Mason said to ask you who your three toughest opponents of all time are. Well, you know, I mean, one really tough opponent was I call I always said drunk Lane. And that was oh, Lane was Flack tough. when he was drinking. He was when tough. Lane Flack was drunk. Okay, Mikey. And it would come 10, 10, 9, and you'd make a little bluff at him. He'd just stuff in 300 big blinds with a 9. And he'd show you. And, I mean, he just had this uncanny ability to read people well. So I always say Drunk Lane was a tough one. You know, Chan's always been tough, man. Johnny Chan. I mean, he's been a tough opponent. Phil Ivey. Phil Ivey's a really tough opponent of mine, too. Ivey. You know, Ivey's been, you know, he's been very lucky against me. And he's, he's he's had some... He's had more than his fair share of coolers against me, like in a cash game when it comes 10-9-7 and somehow I have a set of 10s and somehow yeah. he has 6-8 and a raised pot. And, you know, and in a tournament with seven left in L.A., when I'm massive chip leader and he's second in chips, ace-king against ace-king of hearts against aces. And, yeah, you know, yeah. so some of that stuff. But I also think he's a great player. Yeah, you know, and um, listen, it's uh, – uh, you know, I tell people my I, people ask me who my toughest opponent I ever played against, and uh, people would like shake their head when I tell them, and it was fucking Gussie, because Gussie with with all his little fucking things with the chips and his fucking little fucking hand movements, he just was fucking driving me crazy and just throw me off, and he always got the best of me. Gussie was a guy that oh, I, I always you know I think same, I'm on your side about that. Gus Gus Hansen is it was has been a super tough opponent. For me yeah. as well. And yeah. people laugh because they say, oh, we lost 20 million there or 20 million right. here or there. 
you know, he didn't play great here online. But, I mean, against me, we were always playing no limit hold'em, and it seems like he always brought his A game against he me. Always, he and always brought me. He knew – he just always got me. I just never – he was – I mean, nobody was tougher than me. I just never knew where he was at. And he would – whenever he made the bluff on me, he was right. Whenever I called him down, he had me beat. It's just – he was – I mean, I tell people that story, they think I'm crazy, but – I mean, yeah, that's my. No, I'm my on your opinion. side. God, they don't understand. See, people only understand one thing. They understand long-term results, wins and losses. They don't understand that there's actually some a lot of great opponents that are broke, and they're not broke because of their poker playing. They're broke yeah. because of their money management. And so yeah. there's just some people on the extreme end that are near the top of the top on the chart of great play, but on the left side, on the y-axis, you know, that's where I was for 49 might years, be the buddy. worst money managers in history. Yeah. 49 years. I was like that, but tell everybody who's, who's, who has improved their money management more than anybody, you know, the new Mike Matisau, I've, I have dragged you. I've helped you a ton. I've dragged, but this isn't just me. It's obviously it's you. But I've helped drag you through the mud and drag you through the mud and drag you through the mud and said, Mike, you need to do this. You need to take care of yourself. But honestly, you, you reached the conclusion on your own. And I know yeah. that last year, you know, and I don't mind you're honest with everybody. When you were yeah. eating at McDonald's all the time, when you were eating at Taco Bell all the time, when you were eating at all these places for, you know, four, five, six months, because that's all you could afford. Yeah. That drives a lesson. But I will tell you this, Mike. For you personally, the biggest lesson I ever saw you take is you never knew how to take a loss. And people don't understand this, that you would stay there for three days and you'd get out most of the time. Uh, And they always always forgot it was that one time you didn't get out. And I'll never forget when you called me and said, Phil, I'm down 6,000. And I said, quit. And you said, you know what? That's the right move. And instead, you only lost 4K. You've won 31 out of 32 times for me. One time you lost 4K. Yeah. And that's not true. You lost yeah. a little on the East Coast, but the numbers are huge. But the point is, I was like, all right, I think Mike finally figured it out. He took a yeah. small loss in the if game. I, if I don't, it's true. If I don't like the game and, and I feel like it's, uh, uh, there'll be better spots, I just get up and quit. I, and, I, and if you do that and you're always putting yourself in good spots, you're just always going to win. You know? I know it sounds crazy. I've won 32 out of 33 times, but I'm always putting myself in good games, good game selection, and uh, I've run kind of good, too. We both know that. <laughs> you have won good. I mean, I, I've seen you with King Queen a number of times, you know, flopping straights or making two pair or just somehow it would come King King and, and somehow it was good. But it doesn't matter because you put yourself in good spots. You played. You were always right. ready to hit the defensive button in those spots as right. well, but it just didn't – it yeah. just worked out that you always won. Yep. All right, go back to your game, Phil. Thanks for coming in on the mouthpiece. I'll see you in a little bit. Good luck. Thanks Everybody for out there, I know it's tough, but try to stay positive. That's it, buddy. You're right. Uh, have a good one, my friend. Okay. Bye-bye. Later. Sorry, John. Alan Kessler next. Oh, Alan Kessler. Let's call him. Alan Kessler. Oh, Alan boy, you can't be out. Hello. 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 Is this Alan? Hello. Alan Kessler. 
can't hear you. Can you hear me, Alan? Yeah, who's this? This is Mike Madison. You're live on the mouthpiece. Oh, the mouthpiece. How you doing? Keep quiet, we are, Mr. Rumble. We, 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 are, we, are, we are prank calling po poker players in the middle of this, uh, this epidemic here. You have, Where are you at? Where are you at? You sound like you're in a loud place. I'm in my friend's house with her kid and her dog. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So um, how are you dealing with not traveling the world here? You must be going crazy. Yeah, because I, I basically spent every day the last 15 or 20 years in a casino. So it's a big thing for me not to be able to go to a casino. Yeah, this is uh, this this could be good for you. You know, you could maybe get a life. <laughs> so um, how have things been, man? You playing? I saw you. You were whining about. I agree with you. WSOP.com should raise their limits on a bunch of games. And, yeah, I played a few tournaments on there, but I, I I can't seem to break through because I get get these weird situations and I just lose. Like I flop the absolute nuts and lose every time. I, don't, I can't figure it out. I, I grenaded my hand today because I I listened to a friend of mine who I was just happy to be talking with when when a hand came up and I'm like, no, nah, this guy fucking flopped the nuts. He's like, no, you got to call the price. I go, forget the price. The guy's not raising and checking a, a, a dry board of King King Jack unless he has a king. And, uh, oh, you were playing a $500 tournament today? Yeah, I was, I was down on the last 200 you know, but I don't like the way I went broke. I, I hate the way, not the way I went broke, but the way that kind of crippled me. Uh, yeah, I, okay. I, I don't really enjoy it. I, I played a few of the tournaments. Yeah. I just don't enjoy it. I like live tournaments. And I like to go to a casino where I, if I bust, I can go play slots. I can go gamble. I can do. I can go to my room. I can do whatever. But Dude, like I'm you, like I'm in I, I hate playing online tournaments. I just I like being able to see people. I, I you know, I, I'm a, I read people. I mean, I'm deep in every no limit tournament I play, and I, I I've had a shot to win. Like, I mean, three of the last four, and I was deep in the main event, and and those are the only four I played. These other people play like 50 tournaments a week. I mean, they would fucking they would. Uh, I don't even know what they would do to have the results that I have because you can't teach talent. You know what I mean? All the GTO, all the math, and you can teach your instincts, your instincts, something God gave you and you can't teach that. So. Uh, yeah. I, I know that I know the two best card readers in the world, you and Phil yeah. Helmuth. It's a, anybody else yeah. is in another league besides the two of you. Yeah. I mean, there's others that are good, but uh, I, I think me and Phil are in the top five. You know, if I if I yeah, if I start playing every day, if I start playing every day and and, and uh, really got in the zone, every, uh, I think I'd be a monster and no limit. But it's it's tough, you know, with my injury and stuff. You know, when I'm out of pain, I want to play. And uh, lately, ever since I got my um, my steroid uh, pack about three two three weeks ago, about three weeks ago, uh, I've been out of pain after I was in pain for two and a half months. So um, you know, things are back to where they were for the nine months after I had that surgery. So uh, things are looking up and um, I, uh, I've uh, had some good money management where I'm in a situation now that uh, I'll be able to get through this uh, pain that the country's going through. And, uh, you know, I'm very, one of the fortunate ones that, that um, I'm, I'm going to be okay, but I still cry for the rest of the country and the world. And I just pray, I pray to God Trump gets us through this. And um, and the world gets through it. And that's all we could do. You know, if you think it, if you think about it logically, 
if everybody just stays in their house for two weeks and they don't have the disease, then they're not mm-hmm. going to get the disease. So right. these well, people are just thing. so selfish. They want to go outside and associate with other people and spread the yeah. disease. But if everybody just stays put, yeah, it's got two weeks, thirty days, or whatever, it's going to be over with. It's got a 14-day incubation period. So all the people that are home during the 15-day uh, to kill the virus thing that they put out the White House, if they feel sick, they're going to get tested, right? And so that'll get rid of about 80% of the people who have it. Um, and that's why they have the 15 days. Now, I do believe it's going to be in at least four weeks, but I, I think closer to six. But he, can, he can't do that. He's got to, he can't say that the country will panic. So he's got to, he's got to kind of, you know, people are like, why can't he be straightforward? Because you've got 360 million, 320 million people. You can't just sit there and say, you're in your house for six weeks. You know, the people just start killing each other. So, yeah, but you, know, you, you, see, you see like these people in Florida that, are, that don't care, or these young kids, and they don't care if they get it because they're going to, they're going to probably be okay. But they don't realize yeah. they're spreading it to a lot of other people who those people spread it to other people. And those people well, spread to other people. So it's like a geometric progression. Yeah, they actually had uh, two of those people that were in that video on Fox News the other day. And um, they said that uh, they do care and that they had no idea that it was this bad because all the kind of closures didn't start really until spring break started. And um, they said that they feel terrible about how it came across and uh, that they're telling, they're telling all their friends now how serious it is. And uh, five people in spring break have already been confirmed with the virus. And, um, you know, uh, even in New York, the, yeah, but they, uh, if you saw the, the amount of people, they were like right on top of each other playing, you know, I don't know what they were doing, but they were like, yeah. they were not keeping distance or whatever. If, if you're saying social distancing, yeah. it wasn't happening. So those well, people were yeah. like prime targets to spread the disease to whoever they contacted. If, you know, but, you know, I don't, I remember when I was 18 or 21 and shit like that, like I was crazy and did things, but like, I, I, I don't blame them. I blame the parents, right? We're the parents. The parents know what's going on, right? We're the parents. Let them go down there, not be on top of things. That's who I blame. But you know what? You know, it, it, it's, you know, it is what it is. And the thing is in Florida, the reason why the hard rock closed late and the poker rooms and all that and the beaches closed late is because it's very hot and you, it's hotter and it's got a lot of humidity down there, which stops the virus from spreading. So they thought they had an extra few weeks, and uh, they realized that it was a bad idea. So, what, you know, what's the rumor that everybody's saying that by the summertime, when it's like 100 degrees outside, that the virus cannot survive in a 100 degree temperature in not Vegas? Not in Vegas. Well, there won't be no virus in Vegas. It's impossible to survive in Vegas, you know, because if it's 110 in Vegas, uh, if, if, if the virus is like in the air, like 20, it just can't, it can't, it just can't. So, um, but Maybe the, that's the, the thing we have to worry about more than anything uh, is, is that the reason why they're worrying, worrying about a vaccine in a year, it's, like I said, it's not, they said 40 to 70% of the country is going to get it. They just can't let 40% of it get it all at once. If every, as long as they, they could keep it. So, well, you know, it's really easy to figure out. We have 974,000 hospital beds. They're putting ex- like probably an extra 20 or 30,000, whatever. So that means we can't have more than 3 million people actively having the virus at one time because that's the- Yeah, but aren't, out they, of- short on these, uh, aren't they short on these ventilators and masks and all kind of ho- they are. equipment to begin they with? Are. But they have, they have the auto companies, like, like they've already started. They'll get these ventilators out. Uh, they'll get the mask out. 
Uh, I mean, it's 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 right now like New York's a disaster, but we we knew New York would be a disaster because that's eight million people in a city half the size of Las Vegas. So um, you know everybody's right on top of each other. So uh, it's just important for New York to get through this, and if New York gets through it, um, like I said, uh, out of the nine hundred seventy-four thousand hospital beds, six hundred thousand are already occupied. One out of ten people who get the virus have to be hospitalized. So that's 300,000 right there. So as long as no more than 3 million people at one time have it, which we're about between two to three weeks away from having that 3 million mark, okay? But the quarantine should low, kill off most of it and lower and, and, and drop, you know, you've heard the thing, drop, get, get the curve. Once they get over the curve, you know, it's not gonna, you know, they're gonna let people go back to work and people are still gonna get it, but they're not gonna all get it at once, so. You know, just pray for the country, pray for the people, me and you are, and all, everybody, you know, I say to people all the time, all of us that play poker, we live in, a, we don't live in the real world. Even if you play one, two dollar, you know, you're still winning or losing like 500 bucks a day. You know, people work for 500 bucks a week, each a family and a husband, wife. That's the real world. Yeah, that's so, that buying today on, on WSOP.com. That's some people's salary for like two weeks. For a whole week. You know people what I'm saying? People don't even realize that. Yeah. So I, when, the, when the administration says they're going to give 1200 to a wife, 1200 to a spouse, 500 to each kid, if you have a wife and two kids, that's 3400 a month. That's a lot of money. But of course, the Democrats want, want them to give 6000 a month. 6000 a month. Only like 25, like only set, like 25% of the entire population makes over 6000 a month. I mean, really? Because they want, to, they want to make them look bad, but whatever. I mean, it's all... I just wish they would throw the politics away for a fuck until this is over. There's going to be five months they can browbeat each other politically, you know. So. Anyway, so how, what, what's your estimate on how long we're going to be quarantined for? Well, it's going to be six weeks. They, but he can't tell them it's going to be six weeks. He told everybody two weeks, maybe three. He, he said the other day, but he knows he can't. If he tells everybody we're quarantined for six weeks. I mean, people are going to start looting fucking stores, doing going crazy. He can't do that until he gets the money out to people. He can't do that. I mean, and then you have the media trying to say, why isn't he honest with people? I mean, anybody with a brain knows you can't. He, he can't have a fucking all on panic. You know, fucking P. I just hate the media so much. I do. I just hate it. You know, but I, I just probably, listen, if, he, if, if Trump gets us through this, you know, we're going to be fine. If he doesn't, he'll go down with the dustbin as history as the biggest failure in history. Yeah, so, but didn't, didn't he wait like an extra like three or four weeks? No, he, he knew about no, it a couple weeks ago. That's and bullshit. That's started this true. earlier. No, it's not. Right? It's, listen, do you really believe that he's out doing rallies with 30,000 people and fucking not knowing that this is going to be a major pandemic that's going to go across the country? I mean, it was obviously either his intelligence gave him bad info or the people he surrounded himself, which is more than likely, like people like Lindsey Graham and the fucking people who were never Trumpers that just were giving him bad info. Because once he realized how serious he was, you saw how he turned his tune. But he was ahead of this too. He he closed down the borders to China. They called him a racist, a xenophobe. He overreacting. The World Trade Organization, the World Health Organization, said it was disgusting. That it was an overreaction. There's no proof of human to human contact. But he was ahead of the curve. Dr. Fauci said he saved tens of thousands of lives. But no media wants to give him that credit because they hate him so much. 
listen, man, just give a guy credit when he does something good and then browbeat him when he fucks it up, you know? I mean, the guy can't win, but listen, it's, it's not, like I said, I tell people in all my, I have a lot of liberal friends that hate Trump and I say, listen, you got to pray that he gets the country through this. Whether you hate him or not, you got to pull for the country. You know, unless you hate the country, you love, if you hate Trump more than you love your country, then you fucking, you shouldn't even be living in the country. You know what I'm saying? If you love your country more than you, 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 you should love your country more than you hate Trump. And you should be able to fucking pull for him to get through this. That's all I tell people, you know? Yeah, of course. I, I don't care who the president is. I still want the country to come through it, obviously. Of course, of course, man. So, um, you know, and but the thing, it's not just us, it's the whole world. It's not, that's the thing. Everybody's like, well, did they waste time? Did the whole rest of the world waste time? Right now, they're, they're in the same spot we are. The only difference is, is, is Japan and South Korea had to deal with SARS in 2003. So they were prepared for this. You know, I blame Bush for eight years and Obama for eight years. They're the ones that knew about SARS. They're the ones that should have had uh, all, all the tests in case something like this ever happened again. They're the ones that should have been on top of it. You can't ask somebody that's, that's been in there for three years to uh, that's been fighting the Russia hoax, impeachment, and just been attacked left to right for three years to be on top of a, uh, the uh, CDC. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I mean, it's, he has people to run the CDC. They've been there 20 years, you know? It's not like the, the people running the CDC were, were chosen by him. Maybe the head guy was, but all the people that worked there have been there for 20 years, you know? So, you know, it's just there should be no blame game going around. Like me, I don't blame – I'm trying to not blame – I mean, the only thing that should be blamed is China caused this. If China would have let the CDC and the World Health Organization in right after it happened, and they would have been able to warn the world – I mean, you see the doctor tried to warn the world. They silenced him and they killed him. He's dead. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't want the world to know. He tried to get the word out to the world and uh, he paid the price for it. So, Cantu you know. next. Let's listen to some boobies. Okay, let's go. Okay, we're going to call Cantu now. Uh, Alan, stay safe. Uh, and it's good talking to you and I'll keep in touch, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm just crushing them on the uh, stud eight or better, but you can only play five and ten, so it's like it's completely yeah. boring to play. It is pretty boring to play. But Fuck, I used to play fifty hundred. I used to go crazy when I played stud eight or better. But uh, yeah, five ten yeah, that would drive me nuts. It's the only game I trust on the internet. All right, just, you have Jack's you, hey, you have Jack's number. Why don't you text him? Tell him since everybody's at home to, to put bigger limits in and mix games. You know, I'll text him if you want. I don't care. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I said I'll text Jack to tell him the fucking why everybody's home to put some bigger limits in. I mean, what the fuck? I, I, I said that on, on Twitter. I get zero response. I, I said, forget you, have you don't have the personal number? Value that you can, if you want to play Omaha 8, you can play 300-600 on WSOP.com. If you want to play stud 8 or better, the maximum you can bet is 5 and 10. That's completely oh, ridiculous. There is, there is 3600 on there? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're running 5,100 every day. But the problem with 08 is I worry that people are sharing cards, so I can't play that yeah, game. Like, no, like I don't can play that. Trust me. Some of it's the easiest game in the world to cheat. Easiest game in the world to cheat. Yeah, I, I just I can't play limit 08 and, and a full ring table when I when four people are sharing cards. I just no. Well, even if you, I buddy, think I, they're sharing cards. No, believe me, I know what you're saying. All right, we yeah, got another call, honey. Take care. Stay safe, okay? All right. All right, Take thanks care. for having me on the show. You got it, buddy. Later.
Cantu, you're live on the mouthpiece. What's going on? Oh, uh, hey, what's going on? Hold, I heard hold, you're, uh, hold on you're having fun okay. playing a little 510, a couple girls in your bed. Hold, hold on. You, uh, hold on one second. Fuck Cantu, we want to hear from boobies. Yeah, exactly. Hey, how's it going, Mike? What's up, man? So uh, I heard you're uh, playing a little 510, got a couple of hot girls in the, laying in bed. Uh, fill everybody in how much fun you're having over there. They they love stories like this. Uh, yeah, we're having a good time over here. Just uh, <clears throat> relaxing when everybody... Oh, I'm trying to get... Which one? Uh, yeah, we're just having a good time, having some drinks, and uh, and all of a sudden there's a game. Where are you at in the game? I'm coming to the game. I'm coming right now. I had to do the podcast. I have all my fans, you know, uh, talk about all the shit that's been going on, and uh, we're uh, we've been doing uh, uh, call all kinds of fun poker players. We called Phil, we called Alan Kessler, and uh, now we call the funnest of all, Mr. Cantu. <laughs> You know, they need a little bit of uplifting in the world right now. So uh, there's nobody that can uplift them with Cantu stories. You know? Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of them, that's for sure. Yeah. So I can uh, hear boobies in the background. Yeah. Uh, we can't get... Girls, say hi. Hi. There you go. Hey, Everybody hi. say hi. Okay. See, we got They're some... They're shy. It's their first Great. podcast. That's okay, man. Just tell them there's only like, like uh, hundred thousand people listening. They'll be all right. Are you winning in the game? No, I'm down four hundred. I had uh, I had three jacks on a hand on the jack jack, eight ten, four or something like that, and I came in third place somehow. Jack jack, but eight, ten four, I got third. Okay. But it was a small pot down like four hundred maybe. Okay. And uh, current moment. Some friends over there. Well, that's good. So um, I know it's pretty, you know, bad everywhere. Um, I want you to tell you, I love you. Stay safe. And um, yeah. tell, tell all your little friend, girlfriends, tell all their friends that this is really serious, that it's, uh, we just got to get people inside for two weeks. And No, we're and get, good because we're quarantining together. So they, oh, they wow. can't leave me. Like, we all got together. it, you know. That's awesome. <clears throat> What's going on? Where are you at? Are you in Vegas? And you're I'm at, yeah, I'm in Vegas, you know, doing the show, quarantine in the house. Uh, nobody's are really... You leaving? Uh, are you leaving? Are you, do you leave the house? No, my girl, my girl will not let me out of the house, and she won't let anybody come to the house. You know, um, I would think you would have a weak immune system. I do have a weak immune system. You know, that's why she was really against me going to the San Jose for the Bay 101, but KK, I had a he good... was paralyzed for three years. Let's not laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I know you didn't know that. No, I just had a good feeling on the tournament. And, you know, it's really crazy is, you know, I went there uh, a week, two weeks ago tomorrow. So 13 days ago, 13 days ago, there was uh, 792 cases in the country. And, 26 in San Check Jose. Check the chat. Which questions coming in for Cantu. Oh, we have some questions? Okay. Okay. No. Uh, let's see. Brandon, somebody said to ask, who's the toughest poker player you've played against? Toughest? Um, mm -hmm. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Um, the toughest is just gonna be who who's given me the most trouble in my life, and I would say Bob Bright. I just I can't. Do you know Bob? <laughs> yeah, I do. I know him very well, and he is not. <laughs> He's not what? <Whoa. laughs> There's a lot of weed being smoked in the house right now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about ready to I'm fucking took up a little bit of weed myself. Bob Bright, it's, uh, it's out my anxiety. I just haven't been able to. I just cannot beat that guy in a pot in any game. Like Bob Wright? Wow. Yeah, have you played against him? He's so fucking yeah. tough. He just never stops betting. Yeah, against me, though, you know what it is? Against me, he knows, like, when I call, I have something. Uh, so I can float him a lot, and then he'll check, and then I'll bomb the river and pick it up from him. That's a, that's that's, that's, that's the only advantage. Like when I have my my style of poker, my style of like, play, because I'm more of a loose you know? aggressive player. The, yeah, the, his style like messes with with mine, and it just doesn't mesh well. So with his aggression, he never ever folds ever, and right. he just always has it. I don't know. Right. I don't just can't quite can't get like I just can't quite figure him out. Well, I know this when against me. Like if I float him or call him, he will. He'll he'll check it to me and he'll give it up, you know. But uh, because he knows how tight I play. But uh, which, like I said, there's a lot of advantages when you play it kind of like you do, and you catch cards, you get yeah. fucking paid, and you end up like having all the chips. But if you play like me and you set a little bit of a you know uh, uh, an image, it'll it'll allow you. It'll allow Scroll up, Mike. There's more it. questions. Oh, there's more questions. Okay, what do we have? Let's see. Ask Pantu if he has any Spanish and has any Latin relatives. If I have what? Spanish or Latin? Any Spanish or Latin relatives? Uh, yes, I do. My father's side is, uh, or I'm a quarter Mexican on that side. Yeah, okay. So, that's and that's cool. where the last name comes from. Okay. And do any of your girlfriends play poker? And if not, what are their interests? I do not date girls that play poker. That's like yeah. my rule. Like I just don't. I just don't like to deal with them. Yeah, that's yeah you that just never get away. One, from one, it's one like I don't like to be in my workplace. Out. Yeah, I learned. I learned that mistake uh, many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, I did. I, I um, I dated one that played poker, and uh, we had we were getting along great until she wanted to come on the road with me and play full time with me. And so then instead of seeing her like three days a week, I was seeing her seven days a week and it became a disaster. And then we had to hear, I'm, I'm losing 30,000 in a game. I have to hear about her bad beat of the 1200 she lost in the 510 game. So it got pretty good. Right. Yeah, that's the problem. You have to deal with not only your swings, and I have a hard time dealing with like a girl's swings when she's playing equally as big as me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like you're twice as tilted. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, I, what I, happened I when Cantu played every spot in Ultimate Hold'em table game? What happened when you played every spot in Ultimate Hold'em table game? Yeah, what, is there a story behind that? If you play, what's the question? What happened? What happened when, when Cantu played, played every spot in Ultimate Hold'em table game? In the Ultimate Hold'em table game. Um, I've done it only once or twice. There's a little uh, in or Indian casino outside of my hometown. Uh, where you could play all, at the time before they figured out that it wasn't like I had a big edge. 
They were huge they would let Fuck, you could see all the cards. Seven, seven hands at once. Mm. And so, and so they can't win. I, I they can't win. And then they would let how, me how, how, how much they did you win before they figured out they can't win? What's that? How 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 long did it take before they figured out they can't win when you play in all the spots? Uh, well, and here's the thing: they, when they were doing it, they were letting me look at all the cards at each at each spot, so I could go all wow. the way to the line and I could look all the way back, and it would. And so they were letting me look at what was it 14 cards or 16? I can't remember if it was seven or eight. I think it was seven. So yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, that's amazing. Sucks that you couldn't have fucking And, that and the dealers were making hours. lots of mistakes too. Yeah, you could probably see their cards when they flip. Oh my God, that must have been unbelievable. You know? Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest. I wasn't a perfect player. Like I, I studied it, but at the time it, the game wasn't completely solved, but I knew I still had a big edge. And I was down like 17,000. I just, I, for some reason, like, I, I don't know what my edge was, you know, or exactly. I just didn't like it that much. It got my, too much of my gambling juices flowing. You know what I mean? Where it was just like, I felt like I was, it was taking my other poker and I was looking at it like gambling. All right, man. Well, you have some fun with the girls and uh, tell yeah. them I said hi and uh, be safe. Enjoy yourself and uh, love you, buddy. And I'll uh, talk to you soon. All right. Love you, too. See you at the table. All right. Take care, my man. Later. All right. All right. The mouthpiece. I uh, appreciate everybody from checking on in. I'm going to try and do at least one to two of these a week where I take phone calls from all my fans and, um, and uh, have some good guests on. Uh, Moneymaker should be on uh, this week, and uh, Huck Seed's probably going to be on also. So everybody out there, stay safe, and um, and we'll all get through this together. Thanks for listening. Take care. The mouthpiece.